The Deep Analysis Podcast, in association with the Information Coalition. Hello and welcome to the Deep Analysis Podcast. Today I'm recording this in New York. I'm on the ninth floor in uh, Midtown, so that probably means you're going to hear a little bit of background noise, um, potentially some sirens and construction work. But hopefully you can live with that, as I have been for the last couple of days. In this podcast, we're going to look at the Dropbox IPO and what that means for the information management market in general. So this month, March 2018th, Dropbox finally had its IPO. It had been in the planning for a very long time. Um, The fact that they did have an IPO was certainly of no surprise. And the timing, well, it's uh, it seemed to be fairly well-timed. It's been, at the time of recording this, at least a successful one. And the Dropbox shareholders and investors should be very happy. Dropbox is an odd company, really, in our space, in the sense that it's fair to say that they are primarily a consumer company. The majority of Dropbox's customers and users are consumers, not enterprises or businesses. And so I just wanted to say that right at the beginning of this, because the context for my work is very much on enterprise information management. So why is a firm like Dropbox of interest in the enterprise information management world? That's the question we sort of want to explore a little bit here today. Well, the fact is, if we go back, um, I think in 2014 time period, I was quoted in TechCrunch uh, on this very topic uh, regarding what we call then the Dropbox problem. Dropbox uh, was, at that time, still very successful. I think uh, in 2014, they had around 300 million uh, users. Um, But they were, in many regards, quite unpopular in the enterprise. And we even had a term which we coined the Dropbox effect. And what that meant was employees would use the system because it was free. Um, It was really simple and it was really effective. It was a good tool. And over time, more and more and more of them would use it. It would grow virally throughout a company. At some point, uh, it became potentially a compliance issue, uh, potentially even a network issue um, in that regard if enough people were starting to use it. So Dropbox was very, very popular with users, not so popular with IT. Dropbox then introduced a business option. That's been reasonably successful. The Dropbox business um, option is really for teams and has been really quite popular in a lot of smaller companies and in some larger companies. But where Dropbox and Box certainly differ, there is a lot of confusion amongst the people I talk to, both buyers and actually other vendors in this space, is that Box is primarily, today at least, designed for businesses and has sold pretty extensively into large enterprises. Dropbox remains primarily a consumer application. They differ specifically in two areas. One, 
the box offering to enterprises is really, as much as anything, a platform, a platform that you can build on. So there are very many options. There's lots of developers. Um, there are rules engines. There are sets of APIs. Um, there are even sort of templated, if you like, um, options for various industries like healthcare and government, manufacturing, etc. Whereas Dropbox is still very much a closed environment. You buy it as it is. There isn't quite the uh, pickup there with uh, the developer environment. There aren't really the enterprise technology options to build your own applications on top of it. The other way that it differs is that Box um, has, for quite some years now, invested very heavily in building out professional services, sales and support specifically for enterprises. Whereas a Dropbox, it's much more of a hands-off approach. It does what it says it does on the box, and you shouldn't really need too much in the way of partners or professional services or support. So two very different approaches. They've both got box in their name, so it's easy to confuse them. But I just wanted to touch on that because there is a lot of confusion. I'm, I'm hoping, at least in some ways, that that has helped to differentiate the two. Now, that's not to say box is in some way better than Dropbox or Dropbox is in some way lesser than Box. They're very different and they both have their uses. And I think Dropbox does a really good job of file collaboration. Uh, it's been doing more on that sort of collaboration side. Um, its sync mechanism is really very effective, very fast. And it's built out a, a sort of user-first application. And what that means is they've built something that people really like to use, and that's a big deal. So they're coming at the market from very different perspectives. So I think the future for Dropbox is in building deeper integrations with existing applications, such as Salesforce, which they already have, into Google. But I think there'll be a lot more coming. That's my impression, at least, that uh, that they will make life easier if you want to use Dropbox share files within other applications. Who knows? Could be SAP, could be uh, Workday, could be NetSuite, could be a whole range of, of other applications. And I think that's certainly a route forward for them. I suspect they'll also start hiring more specialists on the enterprise side. They may start to add some more enterprise-specific functionality, obviously at a price, but uh, they will add that, I think, at some point. My gut feel, at least, is that that will be more around AI and machine learning and data analytics than process and rules management, etc., so we'll see where things go. Uh, right at the moment, I think Dropbox is well-placed. It's obviously got a lot of money to spend right at the moment. Um, it's well set to raise more money should it need it. So the question then arises, will they make some acquisitions? Dropbox has made some acquisitions in the past, but not many, not large ones. And the same thing goes for Box. I think that might change, but I think it will take a cultural change at Dropbox for it to happen. I know Dropbox reasonably well. I've met with them many times, spoken to many of their um, key people. To their credit or, or not, depending on your point of view, but it's very much a we build it here. We listen to the customers. We build it here. We engineer it. So there isn't really a culture at the moment to acquire and bring in outside companies. But I think that um, might change to some extent. 
I can see a number of acquisitions that would really quickly fill holes for them. At the same time, bring in the expertise that they don't have. So I think Dropbox will, over the next two years, make a number of acquisitions to build out their business and enterprise offerings. And as I say, as much to bring in the expertise they don't have than to buy IP and specific technology. In terms of competition for Dropbox, I've certainly written that I've never really seen them as a direct competitor to Box or Box to them. I think that's more of a market perception, although there are clearly some competitive situations. I mean, right at the moment, Dropbox is between a rock and a hard place in as much as their real competitors are Microsoft and Google, potentially even Apple and Amazon. So they're up against some real heavy players. And so they need to make sure that their product is that much better to, to keep them at bay. Over time, though, where I think their competitive landscape might change a little bit and become more interesting is as they move more into collaboration. Collaboration has been a long time silver bullet for the enterprise information world. Everybody's been excited about collaboration since the days of Lotus Notes, uh, the days when we used to use the term knowledge management frequently. It promises the world, everybody working efficiently, getting the right things in the right place at the right time. And, and it's an exciting thing to do. It's extremely difficult, as time has shown us, to actually pull that off. I think with machine learning and artificial intelligence and even deep learning coming into the play now, that there's an opportunity here for somebody to take a little bit of a a step forward and position themselves in what is already a lucrative market, a market populated by the likes of Atlassian and Slack and obviously Microsoft and the others too. So that's where I see Dropbox going. I might be wrong. Maybe we'll do a podcast in a year's time and and, uh, I'll have to do a mere culpa and say I got it completely wrong. But I think that's really more the direction I see Dropbox going in more machine learning, more AI, more collaboration, and ultimately more appealing to those kind of organizations that do have a lot of information, that do have a lot of content. And when we say content and information, let's be frank about it. We're talking about files, documents, and uh, over time, more audio and video, but allowing them to have that very powerful sync and delivery that Dropbox already has layering onto that much more intelligent analysis analysis and personalization to make sure the right people get the right things at the right time in a seamless manner. I don't think that that nut's been cracked by anybody to date. Certainly as an analyst, I look at lots of collaboration systems. They all do something well, but none of them really does everything particularly well. Uh, most of them overcomplicate what is ultimately a fairly simple requirement It's a simple requirement, but it's a very complex one to deliver upon. And I think Dropbox really has an opportunity here to to do that. So um, a few weeks after their IPO, things seem to be going fine for them. I think it's time for them to draw a clearer line of where they're going for the business and for the enterprise to more clearly differentiate themselves and uh, potentially over the next year or so to make some acquisitions, to bring in some new expertise that can really help them understand enterprise needs And hopefully, and I wish this for everybody that I write about and study, I wish them well. I think they've got a great opportunity here. And again, again, we'll see as time goes by how well they execute on that opportunity. 
So thanks for listening to this podcast today on the topic of Dropbox and the IPO. We've got more coming up. We'll be talking about information governance. We'll be talking uh, potentially about the HP autonomy lawsuit, which is currently working its way through the San Francisco court system. Uh, Lots of topics. And if there's something in particular you would like us to talk about, then let me know. I also want to bring you attention to the fact that we'll be recording some podcasts at the AIM conference in San Antonio early in April. So it won't just be my voice, it'll be other people's too. And uh, if there's anybody there that you think I should interview, um, that I can do so in a sort of neutral, independent way. So no product plugs. If somebody's got something really interesting to talk about, more interested than me probably, let me know and we'll try and set it up. Again, as always, if you want to know something about the information management sector, if you want to have a chat about those things, if you want to help with your business moving forward in information management on the uh, strategic or M&A side, just drop me a line and let me know and we can have a conversation. Thanks very much for joining me today. Look forward to chatting to you again soon.